0: Welcome back to the third episode of Ryan Reviews Music, where I discuss albums from all kinds of genres. In today's episode, I will be reviewing Spiderland by Slint. And let's just dive right into it. Uh, Slint is an American rock band that originated in Kentucky. Spiderland is their second and final album that they release. The band consists of Brian McMahon. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to say these names right, but uh, Brian as the as a guitarist and a vocalist, David Pajo as a guitarist, Britt Walford as a vocalist and drummer, and Todd Brashier on the bass. Uh, most of them were actually teenagers whenever this album was released. Uh, this album only has seven tracks, but the runtime on it is about 40 minutes. Uh, this album was released in 1991. Uh, this album wasn't super popular upon release but it's gotten more and more praise over the years uh, this album touches on social anxiety loneliness and despair <laughs> um, starting off with track one we have breadcrumb trail uh, the song describes a day spent at a carnival with a fortune teller uh, the song features a complex arrangements of sharp transitions and the guitar fluctuates between a clean sounding riff with harmonics in the verse to heavy distortion with extremely high-pitched notes in the chorus. Uh, Then we have track 2, Nosferatu Man. Uh, This song was inspired by the movie Nosferatu, which is about a vampire, but uh, the song includes an aggressive guitar riff which uses high-pitched notes similar to those in Breadcrumb Trail and a drum beat centered on snare and toms. Uh, The chorus features a jagged, distorted guitar and a beat with thrashing cymbals the overall like the vibe of the song is just pretty dark and eerie Um, then we have the third track Don Amon it's delivered in a very hushed tone and the song's lyrics depict the thoughts of an isolated soul before after and during a night at a bar Uh, the tempo quickens as the song develops becoming loud and distorted at its peak before slowing back down to the original tempo uh, the song introduces an episode in the life of Don, a lonely man who's feeling disconnected at a party. Uh, he's presented glancing at people, interacting, and wishing he could do the same, but his social anxiety doesn't allow him to. Uh, track four, we have Washer. Uh, this is the longest song on the album. Uh, the intro contains guitars and cymbals, which are pretty quiet at first. Uh, the song Builds tension like all the way through the song until the final verse, which features loud distortion, and and it's followed by a pretty lengthy outro. Uh, this track touches on sorry, this track touches on depression and suicide with the lyrics uh, embracing thoughts of tonight's dreamless sleep. Uh, it's probably the saddest track on the album, in my opinion. Uh, then we have track number five for dinner. Uh, this song is purely instrumentals uh there's no vocals on it uh, begins with a quiet section of uh, chord throbbing with the occasional rumble of some toms and a bass drum uh, the song cycles through sections of building and releasing tension uh, one guitar chord is repeated strummed for the last minute of the, of the song before ending then we have track six uh, good morning captain this song is a narrative of a captain who has lost everything but song actually has another meaning, which is the loss of childhood and the move to adulthood. Uh, The song tells the story of the captain, who is a young man, uh, being the only one among his crew, and uh, and he lingers after the storm, which is uh, the storm is equal to the switch from childhood to adulthood. Um, He makes one last appeal to his childhood, the boy, uh, before having to accept becoming an adult. The ending of the song has a lot of yelling in it. Uh, The vocalist actually became sick because of the screaming they had to do while recording it. And uh, this is the original closing track for the album and it's also probably my favorite track off the album. Uh, Then track number seven is Utica Quarry Nighttime and this is actually added on the iTunes version of the album uh, later on Uh, and this is like the final seventh track. Uh, It's simply just 15 minutes of field recordings in the Utica quarry, which is the same place where the photos for the album cover were taken. Uh, It doesn't really add that much to the album, but I think it's pretty interesting. Um, Overall, most of the songs on this album followed a pretty similar formula. It starts off pretty slow and quiet, and it picks up more and more throughout the song. And then by the end of it, it's just all really loud, distorted, and they're all going crazy. Uh, The majority of the vocals were pretty quiet, as if he's kind of just like whispering on the microphone through the songs, which I think is pretty unique for a rock album. Uh, The only time he isn't whispering is when he's like full-on screaming at the, like at the end of Good Morning, Captain, and it always does sound really good. But uh, people describe this album as very influential uh, for rock, and I can see why. I definitely would recommend listening to it if you're a fan of rock music because uh good morning captain is probably my favorite rock song but uh that's about all i have time for today thank you for listening in Uh, and next episode I i will be reviewing my beautiful dark twisted fantasy by kanye west thank you